And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Ding, ding! Good morning and welcome to the NBA Daily Ding here on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Jared Weiss. I am joined by Will Guillory, the New Orleans Pelicans beat writer for the Athletic. Will, what is Gucci, man? I'm doing well, man. Always good to join you, me and my guy, Jared. Actually got to hang out in person not too long ago for Martin Luther King Day, so that was cool seeing my guy uh, again out there in Boston. We ate Italian food. We watched football. It, it was a good day. I can't think of anybody I'd want to celebrate MLK Day with more than you, so glad we're going to run it back here one time. So to make me drop a tear here. <laughs> let's start with the Cleveland Cavaliers beating the Milwaukee Bucks. This was the big game in the early slot. They win 115-99 to at home. Bucks were in control in the first quarter. And then the Cavs just destroyed from the rest of the game. I mean, the Cavs were unbelievable tonight. They, 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 you know, they went toe-to-toe with the champs and gave them so much trouble, just knocking down threes from all over the place. I think they ended up with 19 threes as a team. Chetty Osmond and Kevin Love went for 48 points <laughs> off the bench, hitting shots all over the place. Uh, Kevin Love was very, very good tonight, extremely impressive. They outscored uh, the Bucks bench 57-15 to tonight. Uh, just a really thorough uh, performance by that Cavaliers team. I think the one concern was for them is uh, Darius Garland looked like he had a little bit of a back issue there in the first half. C- kept playing through it, went out in the second half, ended up coming back. Uh, I think that's something to keep an eye on because, I mean, this team just doesn't have any guards left, so they need uh, Darius Garland to play. But, yeah, a really impressive uh, performance for this team. And I, and I really wanted to keep an eye on this game because this is a potential first-round matchup. I mean, we could start having those conversations uh, uh, especially in the East. And I think after this win, the Cavs jumped up to number three, but they're right there in that discussion with a possible matchup uh, against the defending champs in round one. And I think you saw tonight uh, just the size that they're able to throw at Giannis is much different than, than most teams. And I think they're going to be a really interesting matchup, whoever they end up getting in that first round, because this team is young, they're exciting, and they're a difficult uh, group to match up with with that front line of Mobley, uh, Jared Allen, and they didn't even have Larry Markin in the night. The East standings are absolutely insane right now. So the Cavs are tied with the Nets for third place. They are a game back of Miami, who holds on, and we'll get to that later. Bulls are right between those two teams. Bucks are only a game and a half back. Sixers are two, and then you have the Raptors, Celtics, Wizards, Knicks, and Hawks are all kind of right next to each other. I mean, there's just unbelievable kind of like two different super condensed groups in the East. The Cavs and the Bucks are neck and neck. They're in the, they're lined up in the four or five slot in the standings right now. And then this game showed the differentiation between these two teams in that second quarter where the Cavs won it 39 to 22 with the legend Shetty Osman having 15 points in that quarter. 
Yeah, I mean, I mentioned that Love and Osmond were, were great in this game. They, they were, you know, scoring in transition, hitting, you know, crazy step-back threes. They were doing it all. And I think you saw the depth of this Cleveland team tonight, and that was really important in this matchup because, you know, this was a game where the Bucks had all of their guys. Uh, they had Drew, they had Chris Middleton, and Giannis out there. And one thing I also wanted to mention, I think this was the, – the Bucks have been great all year, like I said, when they've had their big three guys – but I think this is one of the first games this year where I've looked at the Bucks and said, man, they really needed Brooke Lopez in this game. And I think you felt his absence with that that size Cleveland threw at him. I mean, they had 10 offensive rebounds in the first half. They were really beating the, the Bucks up uh, without, the, you know, that big center in the middle. And I think uh, the, the Brooks situation is going to be interesting for the Bucks going into the playoffs for these type of matchups. But I think, you know, uh, they're still great. They'll be okay. Giannis uh, had a decent game, you know, for his standards. So I think they'll be fine. Uh, but again, this was just a really impressive performance for the Cavs, and, and they're a team you have to take seriously as we go into this stretch run, you know, leading to, to the playoffs. So Darius Garland has been damn good over the last, I guess, couple months, really. I mean, he, he wasn't I, – I think I had him picked as the most improved uh, guy before the season, which I hate those picks because it's like he was a top five pick in his third year. They're supposed to get really good in that season. So, but it's like, that's how the awards pick. So that's why I predicted it. Also preseason predictions are completely stupid. I don't care about them. I do them because someone makes me do them, but so especially most improved, right? I, I feel like yeah, that's the most like, arbitrary pick. Yeah, exactly. The it's, the most, it's the most random one possible, but uh, he's going through and even with the back injury tonight, I just it really felt like it was another game where he was just controlling it with his pace, playmaking so well, finding guys like Jared Allen or Evan Mobley just with ease, just kind of running circles through the Bucks a lot of the time. Definitely, and it was with Drew Holiday matched up on him most of the game, and we know Drew pretty you know, good. relishes those type of matchups, and he loves especially the smaller guards. He loves getting physical with them, pushing them around, and Garland doesn't allow guys to do that to him anymore. He's, he's bouncing around. He's running through those screens. Uh, he's just really difficult to deal with, and I think he, he's mastered how to get all of those bigs involved and get those guys easy shots because they need him. I mean, he's the only real shot creator they have on a perimeter, and I mentioned that back issue. That's something to keep an eye on, uh, but I think yeah, we can say it now. I think that it's going to be really difficult to keep him out the all-star game. I don't know if you can get him and Jared Allen in there, but I think both of those guys deserve it because they've been so good this year and they've really lifted this Cleveland squad up. And man, I just love watching them play. They're so weird. Everybody's big. Uh, only one guy can dribble, <laughs> but you just can't beat them because uh, they're so athletic. They cover up all that space. And Evan Mobley, uh, we haven't even mentioned him. Uh, they, that young guy is special, man. He dunked on Giannis tonight. One play had a couple crazy blocks. Uh, they just have so many pieces, and I can't wait to see this team in, in some games with real stakes to see how these young guys respond. Yeah, it is crazy to think that there's another, there's really any other player in the NBA that can kind of physically compare to Giannis. But Mobley, it's going to be a while till he's at that level. But you can see the templates there and some of the stuff he did just defending in isolation where you know, Drew Holiday's going at him and he's just smothering him. I mean, just all, Mobley can do everything. That, that's what makes him exciting. He is like the ultimate versatility guy. Um, so Cleveland has a big win over the Bucks. Do they look right now like a legitimate contender to you? I still got to see when we talk about young guys in the playoffs, I'm always going to pick the veteran teams. When we talk about winning two playoff series, when we say contender, I think we're saying, can they get to the conference finals? And I think 
maybe one round I can give them, but I think it's going to be really tough to win two rounds. Again, like we said, as much as uh, as we like uh, what they're doing, how unique they are, I think it's going to be a lot of pressure on Darius Garland to create in some of these games. Uh, but, man, I'm, I'm just enjoying a ride with this group. And uh, it'll be fun to see if they maybe make a little move before the trade deadline to get them one ball handling. I think Rondo had some pretty decent yeah, moments tonight, too. what are you talking about, man? Rondo's so, been lighting it up. Yeah, so maybe Rondo's the answer, I guess. Uh, playoff Rondo, Alicia in Cleveland, that'll be kind of weird. But, uh, yeah, I, I really like this team. I can't wait to see him in the playoffs. I can't wait to see Mobley in the playoffs. They're going to be really fun to watch. I think the big thing for them is who they end up getting matched up with. Uh, I think that's going to be the big thing for them. And I think you saw tonight, uh, they match up pretty well with that uh, Milwaukee team. And I think this will be a really fun matchup. If this ends up being four or five, it'll be a real test for the defending champs to get past this Cleveland group in round one. Yeah, watching Evan Mobley try to guard Giannis would be pretty incredible. And then watching Kevin Love try to guard Giannis would be even more incredible. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondering. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. So, all right, let, let's move on. Let's talk about the goddamn Knicks because they, they're, they're so oh, bad. Man. The Knicks. What's going on? I mean, the Heat beat them 110 to 96. I mean, this was just easy for the Heat. I mean, they got to a 10-point lead pretty early in this game. It was a 13-2 lead to start the game in the first four and a half minutes before Tibbs blew timeout. And the Knicks responded for a brief moment there where, like, Kemba came in and buried a three. And then it was just off to the races again for the Heat. They really blew it open. In the third quarter, the Knicks just their offense was just dead in the third quarter. And uh, Jimmy Buckets, he finishes with 22 points. PJ Tucker lights out. He was seven for nine from the field for 20 points. But Duncan Robinson had a seven 11 game from deep. He was phenomenal. 
I mean, this is three straight games for Duncan Robinson. His last three games, he's got to combine 18 three-pointers, 18 threes in three games. I mean, he's been going crazy lately for them. And it was, you know, he's one of those guys where people were looking around and saying, hey, do they, he think about trading? My, uh, do they think about trading Duncan Robinson with Max Struess kind of, you know, developing in a really good way? But I think Duncan has shown that he can be a really special piece with this group. And, man, uh, Miami, it's crazy. We were just talking about the standings, and I was looking at him like, man, how is Miami number one right now? It feels like we haven't seen that real team all year. I think the Lowry, uh, Bam, and Jimmy trio has played a combined 14 games together. Uh, Lowry didn't play tonight. They still got the win. Uh, they've just been piecing it together all season. And, and man, you got to give Eric Spolstra a ton of credit for what he's doing. You mentioned the guy I wanted to talk about. P.J. Tucker is quietly having the, the best offensive season in his career. Was the guy almost like 40 years old? Uh, we were ready to kick him out the league not too long ago. And now he's he's been unbelievable shooting 47% on three-pointers. P.J. Tucker, uh you know, they they run this wild, like, uh, Golden State light type of offense where they're cutting, they're, they're screening, dribble handoffs all over the place. It's beautiful to watch, and, and they all just understand how to play off of each other. Uh, that Miami team is extremely fun to watch. And now with Bam back in the middle, you kind of see everything coming together. And I think it's going to be a real test for, uh, I think, them and the Chicago Bulls uh, to hold on to those one and two spots. Because I think the last thing you want to do if you're those squads is see Giannis or Joel Embiid in the first round. And I think when you drop down in that 3-4 area, that's when you have that risk. And I don't think those teams are quite equipped to deal with those two guys. Uh, but uh, Miami, I, I mean, they're just extremely impressive. And hashtag heat culture, you know, it's still going. You know, they they didn't even have Kyle Lowry in this game, and they were still pretty much perfect. Uh, Max Struess, the future of the franchise, 0 for 8 from the field. 0 for 8. Didn't How did they matter. win with Max Struess going 0 for 8? But uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, garbage play, Jules, as his friends like to call him, Julius Randle had oh, just an, another stinker, and th- things seem like they're just going south more and more and more between the Knicks fan base and Julius Randle, and his play is really plummeting right now. I mean, what, what's going on with the Knicks? It's atrocious, man. Last 10 games, he's 15 a game, 37 from the field, uh, 24% on threes. Uh, he just looks lost. He looks like all the aggression, all of the, the, the confidence he had in his game last year is just gone. I don't know where it went. He looks like a completely different dude than we saw last year uh, when they were making that crazy run to the playoffs. The Knicks now have lost five of their last six they got uh, at Milwaukee on Friday, a Milwaukee team. They got whooped tonight in Cleveland. So I think we can pretty much mark down that's going to go to six or seven uh, for the Knicks. And it's looking rough for them, man. I don't know what you do. They traded for Cam Reddish. He's barely even playing and made zero impact on the game tonight. It's just they have these vet guys in the starting lineup. And we've said this a million times. That starting lineup, they come out. And they don't look good. And then they go to the bench and they should give them a little bit of life. Uh, but they're depending on these guys like Julius, like Evan Fournier, Kemba Walker. And they just haven't been there consistently. And I don't know what you do to fix it. If you're the Knicks, uh, you got to feel, you know, really worried. <laughs> when you look at that Julius Randle contract, he's making a lot of money for the next couple of years. And he just doesn't look like he can be the guy for this team. And I don't know what you do. Uh, to kind of go to a plan B. They kind of went all in on, on Julius as their lead dog after that last season, and he just hasn't been it, you know, you know, these past few weeks. 
right. We're already out of time. We can't even get to the Hornets dropping 158 on the G League Pacers, <laughs> which is unbelievable. Crazy. You know, right after, the night after the Celtics have a 53-point win, now the, the Hornets are dropping 150. That was insane. Uh, Memphis would be a great, great battle at the end between uh, John DeJounte Murray, you know, two of the real big emerging guards in the West. We don't even have time to get to Phoenix, Utah, and Dallas, Portland. We're going to wrap it up there. Uh, Thank you, Will, for jumping in with us. We will see you again soon. I'm Jared Weiss, Jade Hoy producing. Take us out of here. Ding, ding. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.